So this is the final in the self-storage leadership series. Now remember, no matter where you are in your self-storage journey, whether you own multiple facilities or you're just getting started, you and your company are going to have a culture that customers, vendors, and employees all walk into. Now, that culture can either be by design or default. Let's talk about that today. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy, which houses the on-demand self-storage bootcamp. That's the premier training I offer that's designed to take you from no matter where you are right now, all the way to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service, given today's wacky numbers. But I want to complete this leadership series, and I've tried to focus on issues that I personally think are important for someone in the self-storage business. And one of the things I don't hear talked about a lot, I've talked about it in a few episodes, but is the company culture. Now, you're going to have a company culture, even if it's just you. But most company cultures for small self-storage owners are by just default and they're a function of the personality of the storage owner. And as you can guess, my coaching is create a culture that people will experience your company and your brand with by design, not just, it just happens. So when I say culture, what do I mean? Well. Here's what I mean. Your company culture, how you and your team members do what they do in the workplace. It's the sum of your systems and structures in place along with your behaviors and values. These combine to create an experience for your employees and your customer. At its core, company culture is how things get done and the experience that creates. So as I stated in last episode, very often on numerous occasions, we've purchased facilities and the previous owner happened to be like a real micromanager. You can experience the complete opposite too, but in many of them, that we've bought, the owners are micromanagers. They tell the employees exactly what to do, when to do it. And when we take over and buy those facilities, very often those employees don't work very well in what we're trying to create because we create something different than that. Not that what we're creating is better, it's just different. Now, I remember early on in my career, we bought a rather large facility from an owner who really ran it hard. In fact, I wrote about it in the second part of the book, Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage. It even had a record storage business. And this guy like ran everything, and basically his employees were nothing but extensions of himself, and they did exactly what he told them to do. And when we took over the facility, I set the employees down, went over how we're going to, you know, our philosophy on running a business. And I was really excited because I was creating a space where these employees could step out, shine, 
we could see what they're capable of and we were trying to create a space where they could advance in their careers and I was really excited about it and I couldn't wait to see how these guys showed up and then very shortly after that I had to go to a week-long conference and the place immediately descended into chaos. These guys were infighting with each other. They, one guy, nobody wanted to do more than the next person. They wouldn't listen to each other when the quote manager gave instructions on what to do. They'd argue with them. And I realized then that these employees weren't going to work because they didn't have the skill sets we were looking for. They worked well under an owner who told them exactly what to do, when to do, and how to do it. When given the freedom to make some of their own decisions and just have guidelines they operated within, they couldn't do it. I learned a very important lesson then, hire for skill sets. Now, I know this may sound strange, but even if you haven't hired your first employee yet, in many ways, that's the best time to begin focusing on what is the culture you're going to create for your company. So there's a lot of people who know a lot more about creating company culture than I do. But in my limited experience with the storage companies that I've been involved in, I've come to believe there's like four major parts for us as storage owners to create a company culture. And the first is what is the culture you want to create as the owner? Or you would sit your partners down and say, guys, what do we want to create as a company culture? And where I would suggest starting is with the customer experience. What do you want your customers to experience as they interact with you and your storage company? I mean, even if you're 100% automated, there's still a culture that customers are going to experience. How will the signs look? How will the website look? How will the website and the signs on the facility go together? Perhaps you're creating a very low price value oriented facility. Not bad, just not what we do, but not bad. That's a great business model, business strategy. What will the customer's experience be? How can you exceed customer expectation even in a low budget operation? Perhaps it's my age, but I still like interacting with people and our business model and our company structure, we have still have on-site managers. Yes, we have a lot of the modern technology kiosk and rental centers, but we also have managers who will interact with our customers and we train them on um, what type of what we expect in customer interaction. In fact, when we're hiring these people, we, we actually test them, then interview them, and we're looking for certain traits, and these traits are a function of 
of the culture that we consciously decided to create. So for example, for us, not that this is the right way to do it, but for us, we know that storage customers tend to often be in transitions in their lives. Not all transitions are pleasant. We wanted managers who have who can empathize with our customers. We also wanted managers who we could train to sell that were not afraid of selling, that liked some competition as well. And so we test for that and interview for that, and we that's what we're looking for in our managers. We're not necessarily even looking for storage experience. We can train them on what they need to know about storage. I can't train them on empathy or being competitive and not being afraid to sell. Now believe me, there are days where I wish I had less employees, but given the company we want to create and the culture we're trying to create, that's what we're looking for in employees. And we train them on the storage piece of it. And again, not that ours is the right way, but for you, define, even if you have no employees, define what the the culture is, and I would suggest starting with what is the experience you want your customers to have? Because here's what I know, no customers, no business. Now the next part in creating a culture is to seek input from employees and partners. Now I've learned the hard way that if I sit down and try to create a culture or an idea of how I want my business run, and then I set everyone down and tell them this is how I want our company to run, odds are things aren't going to go too well. They might agree with it, but when I'm not there, it doesn't necessarily go that way. So I've learned the hard way that it's important to get important stakeholders like the people who are going to be on the front lines doing it and partners who are charged with seeing that it gets done to have the experience of creating what it is they're responsible for. I know it for me very often you know taking a day or a couple days out to create this with people, get their buy-in, get their input, create an environment where they feel like they're crea helping create the culture or create the customer experience that people are going to walk into. You know, for me, it's very often very slow and painful and it just takes forever and I could be doing so many other productive things, but I've learned the hard way that this is very important in establishing a company. When people have the experience of being involved in creating it, then they are much more accountable and will, it will help ensure that what we're creating actually deploys in, in our company. I've also hired people to come in and run these events for us. That's a painful process for me to be involved in too because it is so slow, but it's critical. Now, usually what gets created is very often my vision because I kind of lead them there or the vision that I've created with our partners and we lead everyone there but not always very often something even better is created than what I had seen in my own head
when we take the time or when you take the time to actually do that, my experience is things go a lot better and what gets created in reality is a lot closer to what the vision is that I have in my thoughts. So get buy-in from partners and employees or, and or key te team members. The third part that I think is real critical, and we talked about it, is hire for desired traits. Hire for culture first. So we know what we're looking for in our employee staff, even our maintenance people. In maintenance, when we've had maintenance crews, you know, we want somebody who's competent in maintenance, can do certain types of construction, can work with the doors. But I'm also testing and looking for, because I know that even our maintenance crew at times will interact with our customers. And I want to be able for the a customer, if they interact with our maintenance crew that we have somebody on staff who can interact in the way that fits within the culture we're creating. Might not be the first trait I'm looking for on the maintenance side, but it's also something that we consider because that's part of the customer experience. So hire for culture first. Now there's a lot of, I've mentioned it a few times, there's testing, I don't want to get into it here, I'm not an expert on it, but we've deployed you know, two or three different types of tests that we've used over the years to test potential candidates that will help us look for the traits that we're looking for. You can research it on your own. I don't necessarily want to make a recommendation here. I just know that we've tried different things. All of them work to whatever degree they do, and it's a lot better than not doing anything, in my opinion. Is it foolproof? No but it's sure a lot better than just my gut feel. And the final piece in creating a culture that I think is really critical is to recognize and celebrate employee or partner achievements. And this can even go for vendors too. What I've, I never cease to be amazed at the ownership that the employees that we've hired will take on the company. And I've learned that you know, I, I think it's money that motivates employees to do well, but the majority of the time it really isn't. What employees want to do, my experience is they want to feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. They're not just out by themselves alone working on your storage facility, which is given the slow pace of storage and you don't have a lot of people, that, that's an easy experience for people to experience who work for us. So we create events, we create, you know, Zoom meetings, get togethers where all of our managers are interacting with each other, supporting each other. And we have, I have found that being very specific and acknowledging an employee who does something well, hits their key performance indicators, excels over their key, you know, being very, not just you're doing a great job, but being very specific about why you're acknowledging them, that goes a, he a heck of a long way towards creating a, a, an employee who's anxious to fulfill on what they're up to working at your company.
Same with partners. When partners do a good job and really support you and really step up to the plate, let them know very specifically why you appreciate them. I tend not to do this. I tend to be very focused. I get a lot done in a day and I can be walking through a facility and not even notice that people are around me because I'm moving towards and trying to accomplish what I've got to accomplish. My wife reminds me of this frequently uh, to slow down and connect with people. As Stephen Covey says, you want to be efficient with tasks, but effective with people. I often, it occurs to people like, I just, they're there to help me and I'm not really focused on them as individuals. I've got to slow down and change that. I can appear aloof and not interested and the reality is, at least in my opinion, that's not what's going on. It's more I'm just focused on trying to get done all the stuff that needs to get done in a day. So all of these are critical in my humble opinion on creating a culture that your customers ultimately but everyone who experiences your self-storage company will walk into this is the responsibility of the of of a leader of an owner of a self-storage facility how many times have we ever looked at them to purchase and we just walk into something that's nothing but an extension of the personality of the owner don't do that. Create a culture by design. So this is the end of the leadership series, but these are the things that I think are really important in being a leader in today's world in self-storage. These are not necessarily the things you'll read about in leadership books, but I piece this together because I feel for the small investor, if we focus on these things, we'll create a great storage company. And we all know that self-storage for the small investor is still the best business there is to be in. Create a good culture, you create a great company. Thank you very much, and I look forward to being with you next week. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer. That's the financial analysis modeling tool that we use. You can find out more about it at Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage or storageworldanalyzer.com. Thank you very much, and I look forward to being with you next week.